Obesity costs this country about $150 billion a year, or almost 10% of the national medical budget. Approximately one in three adults and one in six children are obese. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death attributable to heart disease, cancer, and diabetes. As mentioned in the obesity epidemic clip from the CDC, obesity is one of the growing and increasing epidemics in the world today. It contributes to a lessened life expectancy due to the development of chronic illnesses and heart problems. Why has obesity become such a growing issue in the last couple of decades? This is one of the main questions we are trying to dive into today. The purpose of this podcast is to inform our listeners about the causes and factors that affect obesity rates in America versus Europe. We'll talk about the impacts of health determinants that cause obesity levels in America to be much greater. We will also give you insight into how the change in environments and limited resources available on college campuses like UGA affect college students so drastically, resulting in the freshman 15. So who's ready to talk about one of the leading causes of deaths in our country? In order to get a feel for how college kids felt about access to healthy options on campus, we asked several UGA students their thoughts. Do you think that there is a lot of healthy options at the dining halls? Um, I think that there are, but I think there's a lot more unhealthy options, which makes it really hard to like pick the healthier options over it because they're more appealing. Do you think that there are a lot of healthy study sacks in places like the MLC and the library? Yes, but most of the time, I just grab something that's quick and easy. Today, we will be discussing with you all six major points, starting with a brief history on the progression of obesity, next discussing how and why obesity is a public health issue, then explaining the impact obesity has on the public, and lastly, the challenges and opportunities for public health intervention that could be implemented to lower rising rates of obesity amongst college-age students. Obesity has been an increasing problem amongst Americans within the past two decades. There has been an increase in obesity and obesity-related disorders, such as type 2 diabetes, hypertension, and dyslipidemia, that has occurred among people in their teens and 20s. This is probably because little attention has been given to thoughts that obesity didn't happen to you in college. Your freshman 15, something I think we've all heard about to some varying degree, was just something you were told to expect when you hit college. People didn't realize obesity was as big of an issue amongst college-age individuals as it actually is. When on a college campus, easy, convenient access to healthy foods may not be as available as the cheap, nutrient-poor food provided from fast food establishments. There is an overwhelming tendency to believe and assign blame that obesity arises mostly from personal choice habits, such as eating poorly and living a very stagnant lifestyle. However, environmental factors also contribute to rising rates of obesity. Genetic factors in the environment around the individual, such as their access to grocery stores, parks, sidewalks, fast food restaurants, well, all those play a role in obesity, and you have no control over this particular increase in risk. Studying increased levels of obesity is extremely important in public health because it is the gateway to so many chronic illnesses that lead to mortality across the world. 
This includes heart disease, which is the number one killer in the U.S., stroke, some forms of cancer, type 2 diabetes, and high blood pressure are just a few conditions that are listed as being directly linked to being overweight or obese. Increased numbers of people in that population are considered overweight or obese, especially at a younger age, and tend to lead to earlier and more abundant cases of these chronic diseases that are some of the leading causes of death across the world. It's safe to say that a small portion of the population of students that are obese were obese prior to arriving at college. However, a large majority of this population developed these habits while in college or being within that particular age group. An interesting statistic we found that is that if both parents of a child are obese, there is an 80% likely chance that the child will be obese as well. This goes to show, as a child, if we are from obese households, we too may, have be, may also be obese because of certain lifestyles and eating habits that we grow accustomed to and just assume are normal. College-age students, which we've defined as 18 to 24 years of age, are undergoing the process of making critical decisions about their future every day and forming habits, some old, some new, to support these decisions. Good nutrition habits should be adopted during this time period to promote good health throughout the remainder of their lives, along with their children's lives in the future. Promoting good nutrition leads to less abundance of these chronic diseases. Impact obesity has on the public. This involves several different factors such as the environment, economy, and population health. Environment. Obesity is a multifactorial problem, meaning that there are many different components that may cause one to be obese. One may be obese due to genetic predisposition. Some may be obese due to poor eating habits. Another may be obese as a result of both of those things. However, there are chemicals present in our daily lives that act as what we are known as obesogens. Obesogens are categorized as an endocrine disrupting chemical that although is not known to directly cause obesity, is known for increasing one's chance of gaining weight. The production of chemicals has an impact on the environment due to pollution and runoff from factories. However, cigarette smoke and pollution itself are classified as obesogens that directly affect not only our health but the environment as well. Economy Obesity has many implications on the environment and our population's overall health. However, there are also great economic costs as well. A person who is overweight or even obese has a more difficult time moving around and is subject to a number of chronic health conditions. Immobility or having constraints on mobility could directly affect one's ability to work. If you cannot work, you cannot generate money for yourself slash family or the economy. If you are overweight or obese, and have a chronic medical conditions as a result of being in the state, then your medical expenses will be significantly higher as well. Lab tests, surgeries, physical therapy, etc. all contribute to the rising health bill tied to obesity. Harvard predicted that if obesity trends continue at this rate, they are now, obesity-related medical costs could rise to 48 to $66 billion a year in the U.S. Increased spending on medical care would decrease money generated within the workforce towards protection hurting the economy. Population health. Being fuller used to be a symbol for wealth. Now everyone has access to high calorie foods but it takes a lot more time and money to eat healthier than to eat what is available. 
According to Frank Jacobs' article on obesity in the U.S. and Europe, not one country in Europe has a greater than 30% of people that would be considered obese. In the U.S., however, there are a number of different states in the southeast that have more than 35% of people that are considered obese. Thank you, Kat, for explaining the impact obesity has on the public. Now I will be explaining the challenges for public health intervention, which includes the abundance of fast food restaurants, the high prices of healthy foods, mass production, food deserts, and transportation habits. The expansion of fast food chains around the world has assisted in the rise of the obesity rates. Proportion distortions, such as soft drinks and high fructose corn syrup, has fueled the obesity fire. Prices for healthy food is a lot steeper than prices for fast food. Many people prefer quick and cheap food over home-cooked, time-consuming, and expensive meals. In contribution to the high prices, the U.S. has a lot less gardens than Europe does. Majority of the farms in the U.S. mass-produce their food, which generally takes away from the quality of the produce. They want to make more food, bigger food, and cheaper food. So many Farmers nowadays put a number of different pesticides and feed their livestock antibiotics to get them bigger and fatter, resulting in a higher profit. To produce in mass is hard to produce with quality. Quality food takes time and a lot more money. The largest factor of reducing the obesity rates around the world is to cut the costs of producing healthy alternative foods and reducing the number of fast food joints. Fast food chains will not be completely eliminated, but the government should impose stricter regulations to improve the quality of the food they serve. Food deserts are also a problem in some areas of the U.S. This refers to an area with an abundance of fast food joints but little to no healthy options. These food deserts are generally located in lower income communities where the demand for cheap food is high. Personally, I grew up in Europe and visit every year. Practically every house has their own garden, no matter the size. These gardens generally produce enough food for the family, leaving only a necessity to buy meats in stores. In some cases, such as my grandparents, they have a large garden and farm animals, which result in a fully sustainable, healthy diet. Now let's touch on transportation habits. Europe as a whole has more public transportation options, creating less car traffic on the roads. So there is less sitting in your car for long periods of time, such as in the U.S. More people also walk or bike places as opposed to driving. Unfortunately, if you've ever noticed, there are areas in the U.S. where sidewalks are not available. The distances between cities in the U.S. are a lot greater than in Europe, requiring Americans to travel by vehicle. Next, we'll be talking about opportunities for public health intervention. These include food labeling, subsidies, and implementing certain taxes on high-calorie foods and drinks. The first thing that we should talk about is that we can look to Europe as a solution to our many problems in the U.S. In a study done by Harvard University, it costs a family of four $2,000 more a year to eat healthier. This price difference makes fast food options more appealing to people, especially those of lower socioeconomic status. In Europe, healthy food is cheaper than it is here in the U.S. This is due to government offering subsidies to farmers and the fact that there are only a few major retailers, which drives up competition in Europe. In the U.S., we can offer larger subsidies to our farmers so that they are able to sell their food for a lower price. This also allows for smaller farmers 
who have higher quality product to rise to the front of food sales. Food labeling gives people a chance to read what is in their food of choice. This helps the general public make healthier eating decisions. Unfortunately, the way the labels are written, it can be very difficult for the general public to fully understand what they are putting into their bodies. Coming up with a more simple label that has the information easily presented would be an effective solution to this problem. Europe also has higher regulation of what is allowed into the foods that they eat. They are more restrictive in what additives can be added compared to the U.S. The FDA can be more restrictive in what additives and chemicals we add to our foods, and this can help combat obesity. We can also offer government funding to retailers to build stores where there are food deserts in order to bring proper nutrition to these areas. Finally, another solution is taxing high-calorie drinks and the elimination of these sort of drinks in schools could be another opportunity for change. Given all this information, you might be wondering what steps you can take on UG's campus to combat obesity for yourself. Luckily, the University Health Center offers various different nutritional services. One of the ones that they offer is individual nutritional, nutritional counseling. This helps with meal planning, grocery shopping, medical nutritional therapy. So this is for things like diabetes, any heart disorders, and disordered eating. They're able to advise you on an individual basis and provide recommendations for you as a person. The health center also offers cooking classes to show how to choose and use budget-friendly healthy foods. Finally, there are the peer nutrition educators. These are dietetic students at the University of Georgia that offer free programming about topics such as weight management and eating on the run. There is a much higher rate of obesity in the U.S. than in Europe. This variation is due to a number of different variables, including individual, environmental, government, and genetic factors. The solution to this growing epidemic is not simple. It is a very complex problem that will need many lifestyle changes to happen, but it will also need anybody from policymakers, organizations, businesses, community leaders, healthcare professionals, schools, really anybody and all individuals to take a stand and come together to create an environment that supports and promotes healthy living as a first step to ending this epidemic. So, Who's ready to make a change in their country to end obesity, to end this epidemic, and start living healthier and live a long-lasting life?